Welcome to the Awaken, Heal, and Thrive podcast. This is episode number six. I'm Benjamin Bernstein, your host. You can check out our website at awakenhealandthrive.com. So today we're continuing in our intermittent series of things on invocation. Our very first episode, number one, did the embodied awakening invocation, where you can literally call in your awakening from your higher self. And this is the other core invocation from my system. This is the healing invocation we'll be doing today. This is an experiential podcast. I mean, you can listen to it and just listen, but you'll get so much more out of it if you take a moment and actually do the process. I mean, some people want to listen first and then do it on the second round, but you can just pop in and do it right away the first time if you want. So a couple of notes in the recording you're about to watch, which is taken from the free material I offer to buyers of my book called Instant Divine Assistance, Your Complete Guide to Fast and Easy Spiritual Awakening, Healing and More. There's three videos that are associated with that that book readers can get to, and I'm including one of those videos here in this podcast. Um, and there's a couple of references in there that you need to uh, know what I'm talking about. They kind of assume you've watched the first video, which, again, is included in episode one of this podcast. So you could just go watch that right now if you haven't already. Good start, actually. Then when I reference the embodied awakening invocation, you'll know more about that. Again, you don't have to do that invocation first, but it is helpful. I also make a reference to the great onion of consciousness in this uh, video. And uh, I say in the video, well, you have hopefully learned about that by reading the book already, but you may not have. So in a nutshell, the idea of the great onion of consciousness is that you have a higher self, which you can think of as a big, beautiful ball of light full of bliss, ecstasy and euphoria. And you could say that has the awakening that your human self yearns for. However, that ball of light is surrounded by dark onion layers, which are the old unhealed wounds and traumas from past lives and this life. And the premise of the great onion of consciousness is if you really focus on your shadow work, on your healing work, you do that effectively, efficiently and rapidly. Then every time you peel one of those old layers of trauma, it's gone for good. And automatically, just by doing that healing, your awakening goes deeper. In fact, you cannot do an effective healing process without getting a corresponding uptick in awakening. So that is the great onion of consciousness that I'm referring to in the video. So that this, that I think is everything you need to know. Again, what you're about to learn is a tool that you can invoke anytime you feel a challenge, physical or emotional, and you can say it and literally delegate the healing to your higher self, which will then come in, stir up whatever's the unpleasantness and either flush it out or transmute it to love and light. So if you want to learn about that, then proceed forward. Again, as a reminder, this is an experiential process. You can just listen to learn, but you'll get the most bang for your buck here if you Go ahead and give it your full attention and do the process. I hope you enjoy it and I hope it helps you. The Healing Invocation Hi, I'm Benjamin Bernstein, author of Instant Divine Assistance, your complete guide to fast and easy spiritual awakening, healing, and more. This is one of the bonus recordings mentioned in the book, which anyone is welcome to access for free at instantdivineassistance.com. In this recording, I'll guide you through the Healing Invocation. This recording is like the training wheels on a bicycle. Once you get the hang of this invocation, you'll no longer need this recording. It's best to do this with your eyes closed. This is because your brain devotes most of its energy to visual processing. Having your eyes open would distract most of your attention. Feel free to pause this recording if you need more time for any part of your process. I'll be mentioning the great onion of consciousness in this recording. Rather than explain it here, I'll assume you already know what it is from my book. Let's do the healing invocation now. If possible, do this when you're in embodied awakening. Invoke embodied awakening first if needed. This speeds up the healing process and you'll probably save time overall. 
If you don't already know the Embodied Awakening Invocation, there's another free recording at instantdivineassistance.com that will teach you how to do it. Or you can read about it in Chapter 2 of my book. There may be times when you can't get into Embodied Awakening before you do the Healing Invocation. If so, no worries. Just do the Healing Invocation on its own. For starters, notice anything that does not feel wonderful. It could be physical, emotional, or both. You'll use this as your focus. What if you can't find a physical or emotional challenge? You can do a variation of the healing invocation. To do this, deliberately bring up a past trauma. This needs to be something painful from your past. Remembering it needs to bring up challenging feelings. You can do this safely because your higher self always makes sure you'll never get overwhelmed when doing any of my invocations. If you're recalling a past trauma, visualize it happening right now. Imagine it as vividly as you can. At this point, you'll be at the same stage in the healing invocation process as if something was already bothering you. From here forward, it doesn't matter whether something was already disturbing you or if you called up a past trauma. The instructions are the same either way. You should now feel challenging energy in your body. Even emotional challenge will have a physical location. Notice where it's strongest. Sometimes the challenging feeling has a central point where it's strongest. If so, put your attention on this point. Sometimes the challenging feeling is more broadly and evenly distributed. In that case, put your attention on all of it at once. Next, give this challenging feeling a number. Use a 0 to 10 intensity scale. 10 is as strong as it could possibly be. 0 is no challenge at all. What number is it right now? Don't concern yourself with what the challenge is or why it's happening. Don't get into a story about it. Mental activity will not help you when doing this invocation. It will only interfere. Once the healing invocation has run its course, you can think to your mind's content. But while you're in the process, ignore all thoughts. For our purposes, all thoughts are distractions. Focus on what you feel. The same goes for images. It's common for thoughts and images to swirl around while you're doing the healing invocation. That's fine. Let them swirl. Just don't focus on them. Put your attention on what you're feeling. Keep coming back to pure sensation if you get distracted. We all get distracted, and there's nothing wrong with it. But the healing invocation will work best if you just keep returning attention to what you feel. So, here you are, feeling that challenging sensation. You've given it an intensity number from 0 to 10. Now, it's time to call your higher self to take care of this. Say the following seven words out loud if you can, silently if you must. Please repeat after me now. Maximum healing that serves highest good, please. Let the words go. Rest your attention on the challenging sensation. Focus on the central point of intensity if it has one, or more broadly if it doesn't. Let the thoughts and images swirl, but keep returning your attention to pure sensation. Now play the minimum effort game. Drop to zero effort. Just be for a moment. You'll probably lose at least some awareness of the discomfort. Now gradually add teeny tiny bits of effort to help you regain full awareness of the discomfort. Keep adding micro increments of effort until adding effort gives you no extra awareness of it. 
Now, fine-tune your effort level. Reduce it until you start to lose awareness of the challenging sensation. Then, gradually increase your effort until it's a bit more than you need. Go back and forth like this a time or two until you feel the sweet spot. This is where you're using barely enough effort to feel the challenging sensation completely. Now just relax into that level. As you rest your attention on simple somatic awareness, right where the challenge is, you shine a spotlight there. It's like saying to your higher self, this is where I need healing. You simply hold awareness there while your higher self takes care of everything. Your healing may happen rapidly or may take a while. Either way, you can be sure your higher self is working as fast as it can. It always does. Your higher self will clear or transmute the challenging energy as quickly as it can without overwhelming you. In most cases, your higher self will flush heavy energy from your body. The most common exit routes are through your hands and feet. It's helpful to have your body positioned so that the heavy energy can exit most easily. If your legs are extended, it's best not to cross your ankles, although crossed ankles are fine if you're sitting Indian style. I also recommend you don't cross your arms, clasp your hands, or use mudras or other hand positions that stop energy from exiting your hands. If you're laying down, consider having your hands by your sides instead of on your body. None of these suggestions is mandatory, but they'll make it easier for heavy energy to leave your body. Let this heavy energy flow into Mother Earth. It may sound strange, but she's delighted to receive your heavy energy. So release it to Mother Earth without hesitation. You could even think of it as a sacred offering. Other things might also happen to this heavy energy. It might radiate out in concentric circles. Sometimes it stays and transmutes from dark to light. In this case, the transformed energy stays to empower you. Here's a wonderful thing about the healing invocation. Your human self does not have to decide what happens. Everything runs on autopilot. Your ego's only job is to hold awareness on the challenging sensation. If your mind wanders, simply refocus. Sometimes the point of discomfort stays in the same place, but sometimes it moves around. If so, track it like a hound dog. Stay with it until it fades away or completely leaves your energy field. Sometimes, when doing the healing invocation, you'll feel challenging energy getting strong somewhere else in your body. If so, it's okay to shift your attention there. Hold your attention wherever the challenging energy is strongest. It's helpful to note the intensity number, 0 through 10, of the point you're shifting to. This lets you consciously track your healing process. Holding attention on one point at a time is best for most people, but some people can hold attention on two or more points. If this is easy for you and speeds up the healing process, feel free to hold attention on multiple points of challenging energy. After a while, something nice starts to happen. For the most part, you'll still feel challenged, but you'll start noticing a pleasant feeling around the edges of your energy field. The challenging energy will gradually decrease while the pleasant energy blossoms. Eventually, the pleasure will outweigh the challenge. Most people who let a healing round run its full course end up with no discomfort and lots of euphoria. At this point, your physical body may feel more like energy than solid matter. Mystics and physicists know the universe is really made of energy. Solid matter is an illusion. Now you get to experience this firsthand. 
You'll have this experience because the healing invocation shifts your perception. It has peeled a layer of the great onion of consciousness, and this has taken you a step deeper into spiritual awakening. Are you experiencing a pleasant feeling and don't feel any more heavy energy being processed? Then that healing round is complete. Chances are that your discomfort is gone or significantly decreased. If the challenge is completely gone, go on about your business. If some discomfort remains and you have a bit more time, it's best to do another healing round. Additional rounds usually go much faster than the first one. Did you do the version of the healing invocation where you deliberately called up a past trauma? If so, it's always good to check your work at the end. To do this, once again recall the trauma you chose to work with. Remember it as vividly as you can. Now, note your emotional response. Rate it on the 0 to 10 intensity scale. I have frequently worked with clients who initially felt the trauma they chose as a 9 or 10 when they started this process. But after they did one healing invocation round and checked their work, it had usually dropped to zero. If they reported it as a one or two after the first round, it usually dropped to zero after the second round. Does checking your work and getting a zero absolutely guarantee you've cleared every last trace of that trauma? Not necessarily. You cannot know what's buried in your unconscious mind. There might be another layer of that trauma waiting to come up for healing once you've cleared the part you know about. If so, no worries. It will be no match for the healing invocation. I've seen the healing invocation work lots of miracles, but they are not guaranteed. This is because some things can heal and some cannot. Of course, you should not meekly accept every difficulty as a permanent condition. It's always worth trying the healing invocation to see if it can clear a particular challenge. That's all for this recording. Thank you for letting me guide you, and I hope you found it helpful. As a reminder, you can access this and other bonus content from my book at instantdivineassistance.com. Alrighty, so that is the video from my book, Special Resources, on how to do the healing invocation. Uh, there will be an, a little follow-up ad right after this uh, mentioning the book that it's from, and you can get that book, obviously, on Amazon, Instant Divine Assistance. Also, there's another way to uh, learn more, which is to go to my website, astroshaman.com, and you'll see on the menu bar, the last words in the menu bar are instant divine assistance. That will lead you into a multi-part video course. They're short, quick little videos, and they will guide you through uh, invocations for healing and awakening and how to put them together into a daily practice. So that's another way to get the information. Frankly, the book is newer and the videos from the book are a little more updated at this time. I do plan to update those other videos soon, but if you want the most current best teachings, then the videos in parts one and six of this podcast series are the best videos right now. And they're really the, the go-to right now. And the book, of course, is A to Z on everything about the invocations, using for healing or awakening or tons of other stuff too. So I think that's it. Thanks again for watching the Awaken, Heal, and Thrive podcast. Uh, we're out with new episodes every Tuesday, and I look forward to connecting with you then. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might also like my free online mini course. It's called Instant Divine Assistance, your free guide to fast and easy awakening and healing. It'll teach you how to invoke your own embodied awakening and healing and put it all into a simple daily practice. 
You can also check out my best-selling book that develops these ideas further. It's also called Instant Divine Assistance. In its first week, it hit number one on Amazon in 11 categories and has tons of five-star reviews. Finally, I have an online membership called Awakening Plus, where you can significantly speed up your spiritual evolution. Its slogan is also the name of this podcast, Awaken, Heal, and Thrive. You'll find links to all this wonderful stuff in the show notes.